Welcome back, 390 Millionaires. Uh, I am your loyal host, Patrick. It is uh, 10 after 5 Mountain Time on November uh, the 10th. Uh, we are recording an hour before Thursday Night Football, where the Carolina Panthers will face uh, the equally as shitty uh, Atlanta Falcons. Um, so we are going to go, we're going to whip through this episode as quickly as we can. Unfortunately, we have like a uh, a foot-long sub uh, presented by Subway uh, list of, of hosts and, and guests today. Uh, so as is tradition, I'll throw it to uh, my two co-hosts, Jay and Mike. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Uh, excited to, to whip through this episode. Excited to, to, to meet some new guests who've never been on the show before. Uh, excited to see if anyone didn't remember to set their entire lineup and thus it gets no votes in their matchup. I'm pretty stoked. Same. Yeah, we got almost half the league. I'm not good at math, um, as we know, but my percentages say we're almost at half. Um, I'm good. I'm a little excited for the game tonight. Got a lot going on. As you guys said, we're jamming this in. We're turning it in sideways um, for me, but I'm here for you guys, the viewers. And to address Jay's point, I would like to point out off the top, and I don't care if it hurts me or not, I have pulled a player from that lineup. It is not complete, but that is intentional and it is strategic. I can get into that later. Give me the L if you want to give me the L. Um, but that's the way I got to roll right now tonight on Thursday night. You heard it. Mike's taking the L. No issue with that. We're all going to give it to him. Um, from one Mike to another, Brother Mike has joined us uh, once again on the podcast. Brother Mike, how are you? Yo, yo. Wise man once said, don't think, just do. Tom that's, Cruise. Tom whoa. Cruise. Whoa, that I thought is, that was Kool-Aid guy. It, oh, okay, so my bad. It, Listen, it, the point of it, the point of it, and what you've reminded me of it is there the game is in an hour, and I you normally so I started doing this thing this year is betting on sports. Uh, whatever I, gave you that idea. Yeah, crazy. Uh I've not been doing well, so I've been transferring to my betting account. I'm doing that as we speak. And uh, I'd like to make a bet live with you guys. As, uh, <laughs> I got your so don't think just to go. do Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise bet of the week. What is now, it, Mike? Just before you know. go ahead, brother Michael, um, I do want to say um, 390 Podcast, the commissioner uh, and, and the league as a whole, does remind all players to, to know their limit and play within it. Okay. That said... Brother Mike, let's make a bet. Okay. Let's do it. You want the prop? Put all your money. Take a second mortgage on your house tonight. Tyler Algier over 32.5 rushing yards. There's no way Tyler Algier is not oh, rushing for 32.5 tonight. Like, just put your fucking house on it. I saw that line, and I, I, I borrowed money from all of you guys. You guys wondered what I needed that money for? It was to make that bet. 
True. Very true. Gun. 32 and a half yards. Uh, I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I, uh, uh, I'm not in a, a place financially to bet regularly. So good good for you, Mike. I'm happy that you're you're willing to throw money away like that. Um Mike has introduced himself. We go to our our, our final guest for tonight, uh, somebody who stepped up to the plate in a real big way. Um, and no longer is a coward. He's an original member of the league. It's Sudsy Wudsy. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think the coward threw me for a loop, so I'm going to ask for an explanation on that in a second. Uh, other than that, uh, glad to be here. Um, you're right. I, like everyone else on this podcast, um, seem to, I, I can't get enough of Thursday night football. And uh, the only thing better than Thursday night football is a matchup between Atlanta and Carolina. So yeah, let's get this over with quickly so we can make sure to watch that. And I wouldn't want to miss the first quarter. It's like going to a movie and missing the previews. Um, That is the best part. So yeah, let's rush this along so we can watch that extravagance. I I mean, like, don't you want to see Tyler Algier get his 33rd yard rushing tonight? (laughs) It's, It's just, it's what we live for, guys. And so let's do, let's maybe do a little bit of a catch up unbelievably inexplicably time waits for no man time is a flat circle we are in week 10 of the nfl season which is bold underline italicized fucked i can't believe it's week 10 um pretty much in this league 390 my playoff hopes are over as of the the thrashing that i got last week from um sudsy wudsy uh but your draft as for my draft, yeah. Thought I nailed it. Thought I nailed it. But let's, <laughs> let's, We've all been there. let's do a last week recap. Um, unbelievably, for the gazillionth time in a row, six teams won, six teams lost. And now we have a fuck bowl, uh, fuck boy bowl fuck update. Boy. The fuck boy has been crowned anew. The new fuckboy of the league that is an honor to be named the fuckboy. Mm-hmm. Crowned the fuckboy. The crown is an honor. The, the team name is a, yes. a ridicule. The fuckboy crown owner is the team fuckboy. Congratulations, <laughs> fuckboy. Fuckboy. Well done, fuckboy. Wait, we have an applause Fuck. sound effect for that. Hold Do up. we? It's really good. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a live studio audience. Um, locked in my basement. I'm gonna eat that ass, and then we'll eat that ass. You know what I mean, guys? Um, so, is this Thanksgiving joke. dinner again? Had to be there. <laughs> to be there um we are uh yeah curtis curtis took the the crown for me i think a few weeks ago we've just been like tardy on updating it i, I believe is the case sure person who put the fuck boy information onto the list here yeah fuck yeah okay 
Uh, so let's do uh, let's do a standings check. This is great uh, content for a rushed episode. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know what we're doing. And Good like check. I said last week, nobody fucking listens to this podcast. Okay, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Jay, why don't you give us a breakdown of the uh, the cheeseburger locker, which is your division? Oh wow. Okay, we're changing shit up from the yeah, outline here. Geez. Then are we going off? You want to try and read? <laughs> it's a it's a standings check. Yeah, and, and so then right I, below throwing... that, right below that, what does it say? Oh, sound, sound yeah, it yeah, out, yeah. sound Sorry. it out. Yeah. So Jay, instead of doing the cheeseburger cheeseburger locker, which is your division, why don't That's you right. do unwanted champions, which is my division? Yeah, absolutely. That's, I will. That was fluid as fuck. So when I look at the unwanted champions, we've got Peltsies at four and five. We've got the Swedish Fish four and five. We've got Gertie four and five, and then we've got your sad, lifeless team at three and six. Oh well. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, this is a middle of the road division. They're right in the middle. They're like, you know, we've got a bunch of teams that are similar. Thing. Not the case. Pelt leads the division with points four. It seemed no with the division, uh, the division standings three and zero, oh, which has helped him quite a bit. He's in sixth spot. He's at the top of that division. He's barely locking down a playoff spot. It is going to be tough. You're going to need to win that division to, to hope to get a playoff spot, I think. Um, so uh, at three teams at four and five, they're, they're chasing 500. Um, listen, uh, you know, um, Swedish Fish came out of the gate hot, has slowed down considerably. In his favor, he has made four moves to uh, to better his team. Have any of those moves been spending fab to try and get a play off the waiver wire? No, they have not been that. He still has $100, which could make a big, big splash before the season's out. But uh, something's telling me there's not going to be a big splash. He's just going to finish the season with a hundred bucks. And then Gertie, we've underestimated him before. We've told him that his third round QB pick was stupid before, but breaking T law has, uh, has amassed a couple of wins, four and five. Um, Pelt can't be feeling that solid in his position. Other than the fact that his division is now just three teams. Um, Cause yours Holly is absolutely out. So it's not quite middle of the pack. It's a fading behind but the winner uh will make the playoffs so uh everyone in that division try and win the division i i wholeheartedly agree that i'm out but i also think that it's hilarious that i'm still very much in baby let's ride <laughs> let's ride <laughs> mike you uh you got to cover us for the uh, the victor and victims division um why don't you give us the uh, the little rundown on that you talking to me or brother mike i guess you would have said brother i mike. call brother mike brother mike Sorry. You are I'm Mike. I've been so stressed out tonight. I want to have a drink God like damn Suds. amateur. Suds, can you pass that gin bottle around? Fuck Christ. All right. Victor and victims. Suds. Neville. Fuck boy. It's a terrible sound. That was disgusting. <laughs> and Andre. All right. Happened? I drank some gin from the bottle. I'm gonna write off Bottles Andre. My dick. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, much like we're gonna write off uh, Hallwell, I'm gonna write off Andre here, who's sitting in 12th at two and seven with 813 points, um, slightly more than uh, Hallwell, unfortunately. Um, rough go, rough go. Even though he has used waiver wire this year, like we said, don't give it to your whole team. So he's gone. 
Um, bold prediction on this division. I think Fuckboy is going to come back and make it interesting. I think he's going to take the Fuckboy crown this week and he's going to run for a few weeks. Predicting Curtis is going to go on a run. And then those last three weeks are going to be vital between the three of you. Of the three teams in this division, Suds, so Mike, I like, Mike yeah, making. Go. Mike making the bold prediction that the divisional games at the end of the season are going to matter, everybody. Pretty crazy. I just want to uh, drop a- in a quick fact here, um, and, it's, and just to uh, interrupt Mike defending himself. Uh, he's done now. Uh, he has no chance to defend himself. My favorite stat in the league right now is, uh, is Andre. Um, and we have on this podcast, uh, we have talked about, or you guys have talked about, the fact that he's made so many moves, mm-hmm. but it's still terrible, mm-hmm. and he didn't take the uh, information correctly. But I also love, I don't know if I've ever seen this before, but he's in last place and also has the fewest points against in the league. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he, has, yeah. he is the luckiest motherfucker. In the oh, league. no. And also... Danish mm-hmm. Danish has uh, 852 points against. That's true. Mm-hmm. Math is hard. Math. Oh, is. wow. He's just so far up the rankings that I assumed he wouldn't have. Sorry. <laughs> second second fewest. Point yeah. still stands. Still uh, I only embarrass myself yeah. slightly. Uh, well, uh, Sudsy, Wudsy, we, we appreciate it. You did cut off Mike in defending himself. And so we're just going to move on. Um, I have the final division, which is the Cheeseburger Locker. Uh, I don't totally understand the name of the division, but I believe it's an illusion. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sheltered. Um, I believe it's an allusion to the Hurt Locker. So I, I think somebody in this division would be potentially disarming a cheeseburger. Um, so at uh, in first place, we have 1.21 Gigaguts. Once again, I still don't understand this name, uh, but they're 7-2. and two. They've got 1,000 points. Um, they're on a seven-game winning streak. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah, they're for real. Uh, next, we got Flacaroni and Cheese with six and three, comfortably uh, in that playoff picture, a thousand points as well. Actually, highest scoring team in that division. Um, they still have about half their budget. Um, only made ten moves, which is which is odd to me. But uh, I mean, uh, that's their winning way. Uh, we got uh, New Dad Jay, my commissioner, five and four. Um, also in the playoff picture. Um, just a shade under a thousand points for the season, um, but similarly, half their but their fab budget left. Uh, Fifteen moves made all season. Um, they're 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 biding their time. I I could see uh, a push being made here towards the end. And we have uh, Redak Pitch Dak Nolan's team at four and five. They're on the outside looking in, um, and I can tell you morale in that team uh, is very very low by the owner. They are not confident they are um, going to be able to make a push. So uh, I will make say, the same bold prediction uh, that Mike made earlier, that the last three games against the division uh, are going to mean a whole heck of a lot. So uh, does anybody have anything else that they want to add uh, before we move on? Yeah, I'd love to add some comments on this. So probably ask yourself, Mike, why? Why would you do back-to-back episodes? And I'll tell you exactly why. Because Ryan... Ryan, this is this is. I don't even know if I should be sharing this. He actually just got engaged to oh. his longtime girlfriend Meredith. Lovely girl. Congratulations, Ryan. That's great. Now, Congratulations. Found said, Congratulations. Found this, out, found this out after Ryan confronted me earlier this week. Uh, from he wasn't too happy about the last podcast. Don't know why. That's he's got he's he's got his own issues. Now, 
he made the mistake of letting me know he wouldn't be on this podcast. But when he did get on the podcast, he's going to talk shit. So I was like, well, fuck this. I'm doubling down and we're going deep. We're going hard. I'm glad that, Pat, you went ahead and said Nolan's pretty much out of the, out of the running. I've, I've been saying that from day one. Never said that. On my low Didn't mood, say that. My low mood. Well, no, we all heard it. We all heard it in this recording. Everyone else heard it too. So, no, it's all good. We're all nodding. So, Ryan, I'm coming for you again, maybe. I don't know. If it comes, I might. I might. This might be it. But... Um, <laughs> Um, uh, brother. It was good. It was great. It's a uh, it's a tough tough division. It really is. It really is. Uh, yeah. So, brother Mike taking the mic to speak about wildly at his um the division leader, and then almost immediately back down with like no confidence in his ability to finish the season strongly. So, I mean that that's three ninety in a nutshell, everybody. That's a lot of a lot of bluster, not a lot of follow through. So this is the league we love. This is the league we've built. I'm uh, going to eat all their asses. Yeah, all asses being eaten. And uh, I know we're uh, pressed for time here, so I just want to interrupt with something that doesn't matter at all. But totally. I just want to shout out. I just want to shout out to uh, to Mike, uh, our guest Mike, uh, from the last episode when he said that the reason you don't get guests is because. Uh, we don't want to give you the satisfaction of knowing that we want to be on the podcast and be involved. That was that was for me for sure, and I'm pretty sure everybody in this league, a hundred percent straight lifted from my brain. <laughs> this like that that resonated with me. All right, so you guys are taunting us with the fact that the, the podcast could be more populated, um, but it is not, unfortunately, for some. The delicate balance, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, our next uh, section is uh, Wendy's waiver wire. Uh, um, gentlemen, uh, do we have any waiver wire uh, pickups that we'd like to uh, highlight as maybe being a big move this this week? Well, I'll jump in here and say uh, breaking T log. Gertie goes uh, and gets Sam Darnold twenty nine bucks. I don't have it in front of me. Whatever uh, anybody else bid, but I can pull it up as I uh, vamp a little bit. Interesting pickup. Listen, QBs are hard to find, and we'll talk about that in the Tim Hortons Trade Center. Um, so you know, we'll uh, we'll see what uh, that turns into. I can't imagine you're feeling great. He didn't spend, you know, that much money, right? 29 bucks is, uh, is no big deal. It's not a huge issue. Um, but I don't know. Are you feeling good about what you've done? I can't imagine you are. It's uh, it's Carolina. Who's feeling good? Not me. Uh, Dave, what not- are you doing there? Are you, uh, are you buying, are you uh, buying the rumor selling the news here with Odell Beckham? Listen, I mean, uh, you know, put a couple dollars in, uh, you know, think he could play by uh, fantasy playoffs. And if he does play by fantasy playoffs, I think I've uh, got myself a, a real steal. But it's a little risky, right? No guarantee uh, he, he comes back, even though it sounds like he's he's in, but uh, felt it was worth a stash. Uh, it could uh, play big for me in the end. I have a, I have a question here as well. Um we could probably just, you know, break it down individually, but I was going to say, uh, Rick Dak, Pitch Dak, that's Nolan, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, adding Christian Watson and dropping Mac Hollins. And we are now aware of the fact that both Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller 
are not going to be playing on Sunday, surely Mac Hollins was the better play than Christian Watson this week. A hundred percent. It has to be absolutely one of the most devastating moves of the entire season to drop uh, basically a starter for uh, a struggling Green Bay offense. I, I I think when Nolan looks back at this, he's gonna he he's just gonna be embarrassed that this is what people are gonna remember his season to be. Um, I think this is I think this is defining. Well, you talked about morale, right? <laughs> When you're stressed, you make mistakes. When, when you're stressed, you start fretting and, and frittering and uh, tinkering. And, and uh, this is only a, a, a shovel that's going to dig deeper. Totally. Totally. Uh, Mike, do you have anything uh, anything else you want to uh, nail uh, on for the, the Wendy's waiver wire? No, I definitely heard everything you guys said. Um, so you guys summed it up really nicely. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. You're. I'll, I'll add one. I'll add nice. one more point on Mike's behalf because, uh, you know, for reasons uh, that are only available to Mike, he's a, a little not available to us right now. The one point I was going to say is that uh, <laughs> um, an example of how tight end is shit right now is the fact that Gertie uh, spent six dollars to add Kate Otten, uh, and within nine hours dropped him for Pat Fryerma. So like, and I don't even really blame Gertie for that. Tight end is so shit. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, what the fuck are you trying to do? Like you cannot fill a perfect team with, without Travis Kelsey. Um, so anyway, I just want to draw attention to that uh, as Mike uh, is so absent from this podcast. Right I'm here. Now. I'm, I'm right here. I'm not moved. Hey. Yeah, so uh, Sudsy Wudsy, we appreciate that. Uh, if you didn't hear the Coles notes, is that Travis Kelsey is good at football. I don't know why we're stating the obvious over and over again. Um, maybe that's just a reflection of our listeners' intellect. Uh, we're gonna... some of the teams in this league? <laughs> we're going to move to uh, the Tim Hortons trade corner. Uh, we have a trade this week, a pretty massive trade. Uh, Jay, since you were involved, as you are so often um you made a trade this week so why, why don't you break it down for everybody yeah absolutely uh so uh much appreciation to ryan who uh you guys may or may not know uh recently engaged to a longtime girlfriend meredith lovely lady really proud of ryan extremely lovely very lovely really great um way to go guy didn't uh didn't know you had it in you and and something else i didn't know you had in him is uh i got a text i got a got a message a, an overture really a, a a small novel um laying out some of the finer points that uh, uh you know um we don't play each other until a little bit later um so I wouldn't have to deal with the Dalton of it all myself uh, in facing him. Um, but he, he made some, uh, uh, some interesting offers and we had a little bit of discussion. And I think, um, you know, it's always tricky in the same way when I traded for Dalton, not that long ago, um, you know, how good is he really? How, how um, important is it to have him in your, your Q, uh, your super flex spot versus, you know, kind of your fourth line, you know, wide receiver or RB. Um, but uh, the Red Rocket has shown himself in, in my first game with him. He gets put up a, just about put up a 30 spot. And so uh, the league took notice. Um, so went around and uh, yeah, a good trade here. Um, I give up Dalton because uh, my QBs are done with their bye weeks. 
um, and, uh, you know, um, take on a little bit of risk with Keenan Allen, who uh, obviously has not really played at all this year. And so uh, who knows whether he gets on the field or not. Um, and then uh, a little uh, depth on the uh, Daryl Henderson. And uh, yeah, it was just something that was going to help out uh, everybody is a good, uh, a good fantasy football trade. Yeah, I think it's solid. I think it, I think it um, hits all the pieces that, that you guys needed. Um, it's interesting to see an interdivision trade. I, those typically don't happen, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything, uh, anything too much here to, to sort of analyze other than you guys tried to fill some needs that you had on your team. And mm. I think you should be uh, commended for that. He, uh, he filled my needs and he filled my needs. Listen, okay. You can't say that he's engaged now. Okay. What, what would Meredith say? Wow. She was watching. What the fuck, dude? On to our next section. We got the rumor mill presented by Carl's Jr. Uh, rumor mill. Who's who's taking that one, gentlemen? I'll pick it up uh, <clears throat> right away. Uh, I, I have a couple things that I just want to point out before I, uh, you know, redistribute to the rest of the uh, people on the podcast. Um, first thing first, I just want to say that uh, last week it was mentioned that um, a lot of COVID going around and people aren't training because of that. Uh, it's good to know that people are feeling healthy and still not trading because of that. Uh, so that was very important. Um, myself, I mean, you guys know me. I, I draft too well to trade in the season. So it's I'm not a trade guy. Correct. Uh, I, I don't know why the mystery source isn't here doing this instead of me. But anyway, there's a couple things that I have noticed. Um, one thing I will say is that uh, this season is the first season ever uh, that I'm hearing that Gertie might be offering more trades than uh, podcast host Hallwell. Podcast host Hallwell is always the biggest trade offerer. And Gertie this year, I'm hearing, is offering a lot. I don't have statistics to back that up, but that is the rumor on the street. Uh, And then the next thing I will say is that a lot of people are a little frustrated with Danish. Because Danish is sitting in that division we talked about. And he has only, he's sitting at four and five, but again, in that division that could win it. uh, Four and five, four and five is a team that could win a championship in that division right now. And he is not buying, and he is not selling, and he has only made four waiver moves. And that is uh, that is something that should be drawn attention to in this league that is very competitive and very active. Anyway, uh, that's all I have uh, as far as the trade rumor mill is concerned. I will throw it to everybody else. Maybe I'll throw it to uh, Mike. Mike, uh, if you're available, I'll throw it to you first. Hallwell, sorry, brother, brother Hallwell. I was gonna no, I'll just chime in quickly. The the bit about Danish. Did you just take a clip from last year's podcast because it sounded like a broken record? Yes, oh. I, yeah, I, I felt I felt the need to repeat the same uh, PSA that we have every year. PSA on this dick. You know what I'm saying? I do not. Hey, <laughs> uh, I would just like to say that I threw it to brother Hallwell, and he hasn't spoken yet. So, uh, brother Hallwell, any rumors you have or? problems you have uh go ahead thank you non-brother patrick um no rumors i can just tell you that uh seeing that trade come through ryan and jay i was kind of 
disappointed because I was trying to parade on Ryan with his uh, – he's nervous. He knows he needs every win because he don't, I don't think he has any faith in his team either. So I was actually – and, like, listen, I was swinging at him. I was like, listen, if we're going, we're going for Henry or Mixon. So I got the ball rolling, but uh, I think I've, I've, I've probably lost momentum now that he's got his filler for the week. So um, other than that, I think I, I don't really have any other rumors except going on in my own head. I think I think Suds um, – you bang on with the tight end, man. Tight end is a fucking hard one to fill when you don't Jesus have like Christ. Travis Kelsey is good. Like we already said it, guys. Yeah, but it's right. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, you know who I like? And this is this why why I'll tie it back to the trade rumors is Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is one of these guys that you can slot right into that tight the tight end slot and he can fucking bust nuts randomly in weeks. Listen, I, I know I started this with uh that I ghost people when they offer me trades, but I will say that. I am now uh, currently sitting with the second and fourth ranked tight end in our league. Second and fourth ranked tight end in our league. And I would be very happy to trade one of them away. Whatever you guys are willing to give me that uh, I can put in my starting lineup because you're fucking idiots. That's great. Love it. I'd like to, um, I'd like to uh, tether back to the what a sales pitch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Tell our tell our audience how stupid they are. That'll that'll get more listenership. Um, I'd like to tether back to uh, the Danish conversation. I think there's a real uh, referendum that we could have about this in terms of is Danish not living up to the standards of 390? Is this something? Wanna, that we, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna to take this right now. I'm the commissioner of this goddamn league. Danish is. <sighs> We need more understanding. We need more empathy. He's just European, and they're, they do things differently. I have had conversations with Danish, and he says things like aujourd'hui or bonjour. Like, I don't understand them, but I know that they are what is normal where he's from. And I just wish we'd be a little less Canadian-centric about how we treat our managers there's not going to be a referendum they don't have that there i believe just text him listen if you're going to try and message him on whatsapp they don't have that in europe it doesn't go with the gdpr privacy laws you have to text him on his phone you used to text me on my cell phone danish that's what danish says text him and be mindful of the time change. Some people don't realize they they don't have the same time as us in the, over there. Okay, like there's like like right now it's it's seven thirty nine p.m. for me. It's probably like I don't know. It's probably tomorrow for him. Okay, so just be mindful, be thoughtful about your text messages to Danish when you're asking for trades and trade deals. So let's let's have some empathy for people who live in a different way than we do. Um, this is an inclusive league. Okay. Can I, can I ask a follow-up, uh, new dad? Please do. Racist. With uh, with Danish's inability to speak uh, a coherent language, um, does do you find his like gobbledygook to be? Uh, no, you can't say that. Nope. What? Pardon me. You can't. Nope. What? I can't say what. Nope. The GG. Don't do it. I don't. I don't. I don't know what has upset you but you can't call him that i'm calling i'm calling what he says nope incomprehensible 
All I'm saying is Danish speaks at least two languages and you speak half of one. So maybe let's look at the plank in our own eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the lang- the half language that I speak is worth four times as much as all the languages that he speaks. I don't really understand what that means. Uh, you're terrible oh. at math. I think we should look to the next segment. We're running out of time. Let's not, run, let's not let's not move on to the next segment because my job tonight very much is <laughs> to make us not move on to the following segments and we make the segments last longer than they are. What I will say is that Jay, I, I appreciate you uh, representing Danish as someone who was a one of the oldest members of this league, but he is now in London, and that for a lot of the time of the year is a five-hour time difference, which versus Alberta, where Hallwell lives and Curtis has lived is uh, a lot of the times three hours time difference. And you know what? Danish doesn't have the excuse anymore. That is too close. That is too close. And you know what? In Sweden, it made sense, but I will no longer accept that. You don't even like to make trades anyways. Yeah, because I draft so well, but you guys oh, are all right. about it. Big Mary's weekly predictions. Uh, I am sitting in first place at 18 and 12. Pelt is at 16 and 14. And Jay is also tied for second with 16 and 14. Uh, gentlemen, I always feel like I have a stranglehold on this. Uh, I don't know if I've um if i've ever performed poorly in this uh in this section it's good that i am at least good at this because lord knows that my fantasy team uh as we said earlier is very much out of it but in this i can i can be uh i can lay claim to the fact that i'm big mary's champion of the week Ka-ka! so uh feeling pretty good about that um i think that means that we're going to jump into we're going to jump all the way into our matchups this week. We're going to make some predictions. We're going to analyze it. You know, it's what you came here for. It is the uh, the Big Mary's Jumbo Chicken Wing um, that 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 you're listening for. So here we here we go, Brother Holly. I'm going to ask you to to step up to the plate first. You got a a Ryan versus a Suds. Uh, you've had Ooh. lots to say about Ryan. Um, Good. I'm glad I got this one. This yeah. Is- so why don't why don't you break it down for us and let us know who's going to win? All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. So I'm very interested in this matchup because a lot of this has to do with me. Depend, assuming I win and put some good numbers up, I can pop into the first or second place here, depending on the outcome of this. I think. What do we got for quarterbacks here? We got Brady Carr, Walker Dalton. Fucking shit show central. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to probably have to give this to Ryan on this one. Uh, Carr is just such a fucking mess sometimes, but I want him to do good because I got uh, Adams, but just, uh, I don't know, not really reliable here. Uh, I mean, Suds has got wicked receivers. Ryan's looking like shit there. You got Big Papa Henry on running back, like the man's a beast. I think, yeah, you got Sanders, Eckler. Yeah, Suds has got wicked running backs. Uh, oh, Kelsey. Ryan, though. Ryan's got Kelsey. This could Is be he good at football? Hoisted think, by his own batard. I think he's pretty, I think pretty good at football, but I think, I don't know, someone told me once that, that Suds has both the second and fourth ranked tight ends, which I think he should – Put his money where his mouth is and start them both. 
Put him in a spot. Hello. See what happens. Whoa. See what happens. Uh, Walker, Dalton, and then the defense. Yeah, I think this is a tough one. I do think – I don't actually know. This is a coin flip. I want to uh, – I want to really give – I think I'm just going to go with what's going to benefit me, and I'm going to say Suds is going to uh, – Suds is going to take the win here. Okay, okay. I was the only person to take Ryan. So, Ryan, I believe in you. Uh, and congratulations on your engagement once again. Uh, Meredith is a, a lovely woman. Uh, but everybody else took suds on, on the week of uh, this announcement. And I think that's just bad karma by everybody else. Uh, and that was barely an analysis by uh, by Brother Mike. But thank you, Brother Mike. Thank you. Um, Jay, you have the, uh, the next matchup. It's a... Uh, uh we call it the 50 50s diner special it's gertie versus neville um so uh tell us tell us how that's gonna go absolutely uh both these men have fathered multiple children so that's a wash but when i look at their qb situation i see that neville only has one qb and that one qb is kenny pickett which is not looking great for him in his super flex spot david montgomery which is nothing to sneeze at uh, unless we look at the other side where we have jimmy g and uh, Trey Law uh, as the two QBs. Now, you may think that, oh, goodness, that tips the scales, doesn't it? It doesn't. Even though Neville's only got one QB, he's still actually favored by a couple of points by the Yahoo projections. The wide receiver situation for Neville, he's got D-Hop, who's made a couple spectacular games, but he plays on the Arizona uh, Cardinals, and that's uh, that's that's rough. That's real rough. Um, Diggs might, might, it's slim, but might not have Josh Allen throwing to him this week, uh, and the Sun God has been fine, not great in his return. Um, Detroit has looked more pedestrian, so there's a couple of questions there. On the other side, we've got Gerd with uh, Cooper Cup, who's always going to be good for at least 15. Uh, but then some more question marks. Christian Kirk, Brennan Ayuk need to have good games. Jacksonville goes against a Casey defense. That's uh, uh, Most people obviously think about the offense. Casey defense has not been that bad. Um, there haven't been as many shootouts as people would have predicted. Come down a little bit further to the running backs. Um, hot dog in the hallways got Leo Fournette. A lot of conversation around the Bucks. A lot of conversation around Leo Fournette recently. Um, and then Alvin Kamara, who has finally kind of turned uh, the tide, starting to score his touchdown. So that's not too bad. Gertie's got Brian Robinson, who I don't know if you guys know, he was shot in the leg just in August. Yeah, and he's pretty- already back playing NFL football. It's a beautiful, amazing story about a guy getting shot in the leg. Um, and then Donta Foreman, who just uh, had a, himself the most ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous game. Can he repeat? No, probably not. Um, tight ends don't matter because neither of them are Kelsey. Um, and then we have Mr. Algier, who we do know will get at least 3.3 points this week. Um, but will he get more than that? It is hard to say. Against Rashad White, we just talked about Leo Fournette. Um, Rashad White would be the beneficiary therein. Obviously, we don't talk about defenses because it doesn't matter. This one is going to be a nail-biter, gentlemen. It's right down to the wire. But listen, uh, when it's this close, when it's like this, I always go for my old adage, two QBs over one, especially when that one QB is Kenny Pickett. So I am actually going to side with Gertie on this one. Um, Going against Gertie has cost me countless times. I will not go against him here. I'll chime in quick on this one. Um, 
You mentioned getting shot. Impressive that Hallwell's been shot in the dick as early as two weeks ago and is still on this podcast today. So mm-hmm. I got to shout out to him quickly there. Um, second, I changed my pick um, to Gertie after that analysis, Jay. And then I looked at Neville's team again. Um, and maybe this isn't the time for it, but he's relying on Lamar Jackson and Deshaun long-term. Um, that that could be in for some worry. Um, Deshaun doesn't have any massage therapists in Cleveland, I hear, so it's going to be a rough end to the year, uh, maybe for both him and, and Neville. Uh, interesting fact about uh, Brian Robinson. He is uncle is Plaxico Burris. Uh, we'll move on to the next game of uh, oh. Jay versus... Uh, is that uh, true? Of course it's not true, you fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. Trusting people out of the gate is a bad thing to do. <laughs> do you think <laughs> do you think that family like lineage is dictated by if somebody gets shot or not? Yeah, like his godfather is 50 cent. No, man. No, but also, hey, listen, like Antonio Brown and fucking Hollywood Brown are they're they're related. Yeah, because yeah. they have the same fucking last name. But buddy, you know how many Browns you think have the same last name that are related? I, I'm just moving on. I think I'm every saying. Brown has the same last name. <laughs> Jay One versus Danish. God this damn. This got political real quick. This got political. Yeah. It's too hot. Got got too hot. Not uh, not surprising anybody. We've all taken Jay um to win this uh, i would love to do a deeper analysis but unfortunately danish the european has not updated his lineup he is currently without a tight end starting yes if he's fucking on it tonight it's this this is unacceptable now, as we again. approach playoff time to be fair to my competitor, uh, maybe per- perhaps uh, similar to uh, how Pelt will explain later his lack of full lineup uh, on this very day of a football game. Uh, it could just be that Danish uh, in a similar position has uh, made a strategic choice at this time um, to uh, to have a tight end who is on a bye oh, in the I'll, lineup. I'll tell, have... you, I'll, tell you, Sorry. I'll tell you why Danish doesn't have any sort of purchase on on this argument because earlier today i called the rest of the league cowards for not showing up to the podcast when we requested members and danish placed an emoji Mm. on one of my replies Mm. and rather than maybe responding to people in chat he could just set his goddamn lineup it's not that hard it doesn't take anything you just do it but if we do go deeper into the analysis you just do don't think you just do. Thank you, Tom Cruise. Thank you, Tom. Who's the Kool Aid guy? We miss you every day. Tom at quarterback, shit. At quarterback, we have Jalen Hurts and, and Russell Wilson for Jay uh, versus Pat Mahomes and Tua uh, and Tua. I'm not saying his last name. Uh, we actually go. You racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tua and Pat Mahomes definitely are the edge there uh, only because we don't know what Russell Wilson is going to be like at coming out of the bye. Jalen Hurts, we know he's a, st- a stud and he's going to absolutely dominate. Look for potentially a Mike Vick performance on the Monday night. Uh, Eagles are playing Washington and that's exactly how um, Vick had his crazy Hall of Fame 
fantasy game where he threw for four touchdowns, ran two in. Jalen Hurts is primed to repeat history here. So I'm calling it uh, when it happens. Listen to this podcast at wide receiver. We have Jalen Waddle, Chris Godwin, and Jordan Palmer for uh, for Jay versus uh, Darnell Mooney, Cortland Sutton, and Amari Cooper. Um, I, I, I like Jay's wide receivers better. Cortland Sutton has been a bust. Darnell Mooney can go hot and cold. Amari Cooper has actually been solid, but Miami, uh, I feel like they're going to shut him down pretty well. Um, at running back, we have uh, Travis Etienne, who could be that league winner. We've talked about it. Uh, and uh, Damian Pierce, love the young running back core for Jay. Um, there's uh, Antonio Gibson and Aaron Jones for uh, for Danish. Jones got a little banged up at the end of last week. They might uh, try and ease him back into this as they play a pretty fearsome Dallas defense. At tight end, it's just Dallas Goddard, as we said earlier. Danish doesn't have a tight end, so that really, really sucks. Uh, Debo Samuel versus uh, DeAndre Swift in the flex. Um, pretty, uh, it's definitely a coin flip. Um, I like Debo, though, coming out of the bye. Uh, I think they're going to, I think that whole uh, San Francisco offense is going to start rolling. Uh, and then at, on defense, we got Miami and D- Buffalo, but we don't really need to talk about it. I give it to Jay. Everybody gives it to Jay. We're moving on. Suds, you got the next one. You got uh, the Hallwell battle. The French Settlement Road uh, foray, as they call it. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And uh, unfortunately, it's the easiest one to predict of the week. Um, and I see you nodding along with me, uh, older brother Hallwell. Uh, there's not a lot of intrigue I can add to this. The one thing I will say is that... Uh, uh, well, let's go through it. Um, you know, Dak Prescott versus uh, Heineke. Obviously, Dak wins that. Uh, we know about uh, Brother Hallwell's receivers. That is what we've been talking about all year uh, with Devontae Adams, Just- Justin Jefferson, and Sweet Lamb. Uh, I will say, uh, podcast host Hallwell, McLaren, Gallup, and Metcalf, like, there's a lot of upside there. You're not, you're not a slouch. Like, that's good. Those predictions um, are more based on matchup because uh, you're coming up against Philly and you're coming up against Green Bay, who are two tough pass defenses. And then, you know, Tampa Bay, who knows what they are, but and who knows what Metcalf is. Uh, moving on from that, you know, you, you have McCaffrey and that is that can that's going to win you weeks. That is going to keep you a contender 100 percent. You know, we. Like the only thing that's missing from him being with Damian Tomlinson is kicking a field goal. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Tight end, we've talked about that. No one gives a shit about it unless you have Travis Kelsey. Uh, thank you, Mike Hallwell, for mentioning that. Uh, this this flex the uh, doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Uh, the projection is far apart, but really, it doesn't matter. This is the difference for me. Uh, everybody tune in to Scotch and Sports bi-weekly, and that means not twice a week, but every other week. I am a big fan of Justin Fields' fantasy value in this offense, the way he is tuning things up. I think that this combination of Justin Fields and Dak Prescott regaining his value means that uh, Mike Hallwell, second in the league in points four to myself, the only other team in the league that I am worried about. And that means something. 
And I think you take this win, and I am not nearly as worried about Ryan as I am about you. So I'm worried that you are going to take this win this week. Yeah! Fuck Ryan. Fuck Ryan. Fuck Ryan. Those gin-fueled words cut deep. But thank you, Sudsy Wudsy, for that breakdown. Uh, Jay, we're going to move into your second matchup. It's... uh, For those not on video, the, the our guests are cheersing each other via a Zoom chat. One is holding a beer bottle and the other one is holding a half full gin bottle. So you can imagine where the rest of this night is going. It's a 40. It's a 40. Okay. So Jay, why don't you why don't you get us out of this tailspin? Um absolutely. Um we've got old dad Andre going against a pelt who has promised us uh, some reasoning for why his lineup is not set. His lack of set lineup is the reason that I'm giving this immediately to old dad. Um if we look at some of this, uh lots of things would tell us that you know, Pelt should win Herbert and Mariota versus Andres Brissett and Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has been uh, whatever the opposite of a revelation is. Uh, Brissett has been serviceable in a football capacity and less so in a fantasy capacity. Um, Andre has Mike Evans, which uh, has probably been uh, a key reason for his downfall, uh, a very poor showing from Tampa Bay's offense all season long thus far. The other reason for his downfall might be the fact that his other two receivers are Curtis Samuel and Rondell Moore, uh, which you're hoping makes something happen, but unlikely. Um, Over on the other side, Pelt feels good about uh, Chris Olave in New Orleans getting a thousand targets a game um, and uh, a couple of TDs to make it worthwhile jerry judy is um on denver so he is the same as the rest of denver um and then there isn't a third wide receiver so that's all you need to know about that actually when it comes down to um running backs I think, uh, you know, uh, Dalvin Cook has not won his team uh, a game. I'm I'm looking for Dalvin Cook to really spice things up against Buffalo uh, just because I need some reason to believe in Andre over Mike Pelt's team because I'm going for Andre because Mike Pelt doesn't have a full lineup. Uh, James Conner should be back, so that'll be great. That'll be uh, that'll be good. Um, but on the other side, you got Chubb, who has been a fearsome, fearsome runner this season, and then Kenny Walker Jr. three, who's been uh, looking like a league winner. Um, talking about tight ends we thought would be good but aren't, uh, Andre has Kittle, and then Pelt has the jersey on right now of Pitts. Uh, both of those guys will combine for five points. Um, flex spots are the same, doesn't matter. Defenses don't matter. Not a lot of reason to believe in Andre's team, and yet I do. Hey-o. How brave. What a brave analysis. And we'll flip, we'll flip right to the last one. It's uh, Curtis versus Nolan, uh, the fuckboy bowl. Uh, it's happening again. Curtis has to defend his crown. We got a prediction earlier that Mike, uh, uh, co-host Mike, uh, believes that Curtis is going to go on a tear here. Here's why he's not. Um, if we look at uh, Curtis's lineup before we do any sort of analysis, he has two players in his lineup right now who do not play this week. Jesus this Christ. is the man you are hanging your hat on. And the man cannot put in a full lineup. Good thing I do the editing so I can go back and fucking delete that. It would have scrubbed. Yeah. 
It is disgusting that we have people like this in our league. You should be embarrassed. You should be ashamed. You you can't you can't be in shame. That's not a word. I'm ashamed, which is also what you should be for your lineup and me for my poor speaking skills as a podcast podcast host. Um, but the analysis goes like this: You got this, man. <laughs> Thanks, Suds. Um, we have Aaron Rodgers and Geno Smith for uh, for Curtis versus Sam Ellinger and Josh Allen. Josh Allen may not be playing. Um, I it's crazy, but I don't. I think I actually like Curtis's quarterback's situation better than um, than Nolan's at wide receiver. Uh, we've got AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett, and DJ Moore uh, versus Michael Pittman. What's Davis? Greg Davis? Not Greg Davis. What's his name? Uh, Buffalo wide receiver. What's Gabe? His first name? Gabe. Gabe. Thank Gabe. you. Gabe. Who the fuck are you hosting Gabe. a podcast? <laughs> Listen, I deal with a, I deal with a lot of names. Okay, and Deontay Johnson. Um, I, I I think Nolan would want to point out here that uh, at one point in the draft, um, he was faced with the prospect of choosing Deontay Johnson or AJ Brown, and he chose uh, Deontay Johnson, and it is a decision that has plagued him this entire season. AJ Brown has turned into a uh, no doubter wide receiver. One Deontay Johnson has ruined his team. Has ruined his team single handedly. Jury's out. Jury's out. He could still win the toilet bowl. Still could win the toilet bowl. That and that's definitely that's that's definitely on the on Nolan's mind. I, I have it on good authority that he's definitely thinking he's punched his ticket straight to the toilet bowl you should be proud of that um so we're gonna take curtis's uh wide receivers uh at running back he's got josh jacobs uh uh oh my gosh williams what's fucking williams's first name i Which this one? is like the r- detroit running back jesus christ jamal 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 williams uh Free versus devin total. singletary and saquon barkley i like I nolan's running backs i <laughs> like <laughs> nolan's running backs a lot more uh darren waller who was put on ir today still in the lineup versus tj hawkinson give me tj hawkinson as as the winner uh cordell patterson versus wandale robinson i like cordell patterson a lot who uh they are 10 minutes away from kickoff. Oh my gosh, we might do this, guys. This is crazy. Um, and then uh, <laughs> on defense, uh, um, Curtis has just played Baltimore. Um, and he is, uh, I'm not sure if he's changing it versus uh, an Arizona defense going against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, looking at Nolan's team, he's like, he's, he, I definitely get the feeling that he's scraping the, scraping the bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. but at least he's trying. Whereas Curtis is just, Oh, languishing and and just sort of apathy, I guess, like yeah. not caring mm-hmm. about this league. And it, I, I, I won't stand for it. And if we pull up Curtis's bench, and this is what really, really just like irks me. Okay, there is Jonathan Taylor on his bench. What's happening and somewhere? Jo- there is Matthew Stafford on his bench. Yeah. There is Alan Lazard on his bench. Like he can put in players, but he's choosing not to. And that is the frustrating piece to me. So you might be frustrated, but I see it as the uh, an alpha male move. This is a move of confidence. This is a move that says my cock is huge. 
So I, I was maybe, say. maybe that's the subtext of it, but that's not how I read it. That's not my first take. We established uh, earlier you have problems with the reading. No, that was numbers, sir. I struggle with numbers. Oh no, it is the reading too. And recall. Let's throw that in there as well. Would you feel better about it if his cock was huge? If Curtis had a huge cock? Yeah. No, because now I want a huge cock. But you but you have one. Uh, oh. When you say you want a huge cock. Oh. You cock for yourself? Or do you want to no, 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 you guys aren't going to lawyer me here. No way I'm getting lawyered. I want a huge cock, and that's where I'll leave it. That's where we'll leave everything. You can't, can't put a cock in my mouth. Um, <laughs> so I think we've wrapped that up. I somehow have chosen Nolan to win this matchup. I'm actually changing it on the fly. Um, I think Curtis actually wins, but he needs to get his lineup because of set. his cock. Yeah, yeah, it's all I can think about now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. I think we've we've said this on podcasts before, but I am two league members are also guilty of this right now, putting players in their flex playing on Thursday night. Classic rookie move. Someone could something could happen. Someone could be totally. going to the grocery store Saturday morning and tear their ACL. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't flip Patterson into the running back spot. And then Neville, Neville of all the fucking analytical people we know, has Algiers running back in his flex spot. Like, I don't know. It's just Dumb. bananas to me. Like, I mean, you could put those three point three points elsewhere in your lineup. <laughs> On like, point. it doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't need to be in the flex. But gentlemen, gentlemen, those are our games this week. I, I, I'm so proud of us that we were such a, um, a, a train of. What were we? What sorry? Where were we? We were a train. We what were a train. Were we? So, sorry. Choo -choo. What? Sorry, I don't understand. What? All right, we're just gonna <laughs> mute this man. Um, no, I'm really proud of us. We, we, we put the work in today. We, we got the analysis done. I uh, I thought that was a vacuum at first. I was like, "Who the fuck is vacuuming during this podcast?" But it's our live studio audience. Oh, wait, I saw one this year. Um, Suds, you seem to be very chatty right now. So let's uh, <laughs> let's throw it to you. Do you have anything you want to say before we uh, we sign off? No, this is a disaster. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Mike, uh, brother Mike, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, sure. Well, let me. Why don't I tell you guys what I ended up throwing some money on while we were. Uh... Oh, that's you know what that's that's good. That's and while yeah. you get that, oh, it's what, not over. <laughs> while you get that up, brother Mike, I just want to thank both uh, both Sudsy Wudsy and, and brother Mike for showing up on such late notice. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, uh, we hold you in the highest of, of esteem, and and thank you so much for being professionals tonight. Uh, my uh, brother Mike, what did you bet on today? Well, first of all, that didn't sound sincere. So go ahead and fuck yourself right out of the gate, and I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you the bet right now. So I put a two play parlay on so i i did atlanta to cover two and a half for the win or just just to cover two or no two and a half and then i did a over 41 points 41 and a half points because i'm like it's raining boy it's I, i bet on the under before and it just fucking bites me every time have you seen carolina not, play yeah we're like yeah, I, I yeah i literally saw them play the giants live 
they're not great, but like, I can't, this is, I, they're I, worse I'm now. Up, they, have, they have two first round quarterbacks, to be fair. That's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a good point. It's a good I mean, point. So then, two top and then, tens. And then I, and then I did, uh, Mariota over 157 yards. No. Uh, Why? Well, I mean, I mean, you don't think he'll throw under, over 157 yards. No, I literally bet the opposite. So, good luck to oh. us both, I guess. And then, well, a double down on Mariota. Uh, he's going to complete over 13 and a half throws. Like, listen, that's fine. In the NFL, yeah, that, that's all right. yeah, if you can't do that. So. Yeah, but it's going to be the rain. And if the Falcons on a good day in the dome run the ball 40 times, nah, yeah, but it's it, Carolina. Yeah. They're like fifth to... worst run defense, so we're gonna run the ball more. Anyways, we are still recording. So. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Did you not bet on Tyler Algier? We're call back to the this tie in the loop yeah. here. Yeah, what's wrong with Tyler, Tyler Algier? Yeah, that week? seems Fuck that Coral seems like Patterson. such a better bet than any of the other bets you just named. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm trying to Fuck it, I'm going against. He's diversifying his portfolio. Listen, don't, listen, listen, don't brother Hallwell. Listen, brother Hallwell. You. You're one of my best friends, but fuck off. You're being an idiot right now. Wow. You know He's what? got you there. He's got you there. When this goes off, you just watch the game today, and we'll see who's laughing in about three hours. Either <laughs> the entirety of the league or me. All right. <laughs> I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for you, man. It sounds like you're threatening the league with a good time there, Mike. So don't think, uh, just do, baby. Don't think, just do. All I'm right. betting on you now. I'm betting on you now. All right, we got to wrap this bitch up so I can uh, go do some yeah. things. Pelt, uh, did you have anything you want to say before we sign off? I did, and then I went down the rabbit hole of like whatever the fuck just happened the last 45 this, seconds. This so. is what our this is what our guests <laughs> do to us. Wait, Jay? you're gonna publish this? What we just Hell said? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, well, you're cunts. <laughs> Got us. Um, I don't feel good about my fantasy team. I didn't add much there. I was a little distracted um, looking at the weather forecast in Atlanta and betting on Tyler Algier. Um, but I hope I win this week. I love all of you except for Suds because he needs to fuck off and not win this year. Um, but otherwise, enjoy the week, enjoy life, and uh, peace. Uh, Jay, uh, I thought he was wrapping up for everybody. So no, I uh, do the wrap up. He says his goodbye for himself. I'm the one that wraps up. That's bullshit. If that's what he was trying to pull, well, I just feel it I was like not really good for the wrap record. Up. It was um, great wrap up for myself. It kind of did actually sound like it now that like Jay brings it up. Jay, um, listen, I, I love all of you. Uh, I hope that uh, you learn how to read. I hope that Brother Hallwell learns how to bet. I hope that Brother Patrick learns how to drink. I like, hope that uh, Pelt just loses. Well, I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Guys, we crushed it today. I'm so proud of us. Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's fucking roll this weekend. Get those wins when you can. Uh, fade those losses where you can on to week 11 everybody are we still recording